The merge between WWE and Endeavor is official as Endeavor now owns 51% to WWE's 49%. Nick Khan is trying to negotiate deals with Fox and Comcast. Becky Lynch wins the NXT Women's Championship. As well as Collision, Dynamites, we got AW Grand Slam next week, and a whole lot more to discuss. Ladies and gentlemen, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and wherever you are in the world and whenever you are tuning into this video. My name is James Porcelli. I'm Brian Thomas. And welcome to another episode of Ruthless Talk. And gentlemen, today is a jam-packed show. And when I say jam-packed show, I mean today is a jam-packed show. As you guys heard in that cold open teaser, a lot has happened over the past 48 to 72 hours in the wrestling world. And we're going to dive all into it today. However, before we get into anything wrestling related or anything business related, wrestling business, uh, Brian, I know you have uh, some words that you would like to discuss uh, with our listeners and our viewers uh, in regards to your future, in regards to uh, being on this podcast uh, that we discussed just yesterday. So uh, the floor is yours, man. Uh, take it away. Yeah, man, I appreciate that. Um, yeah, you know, I just wanted to to say, um, well, first, thank you to to James. Um, really, th this whole thing is is, in my opinion, is, you know, your brainchild and, and kind of, you know, the the ideas and and whatever, um, you know, started with you and and you know, sparked an interest with me. So, thank you for inviting me and having me on this time. It's really, it's been it's been awesome. I love talking wrestling. Um, always will. So, I mean, shit, yeah, you know, get, you know, I could have a beer here too, uh, you know, every once in a while and just, you know, bullshit about wrestling. Yeah, sign me up. Um, but yeah, uh, so for right now, man, I just got to, um, you know, focus on some uh, personal matters and, you know, it, it just, it is what it is. So I just got to, and I don't want to come on here and, and kind of just mail it in every week and, you know, just knowing I'm not going to have the time to focus, you know, to just understand what the hell's going on anyway. Um, so yeah, I'll just be, uh, you know, gone for a little bit. Don't really know how long just yet, but, um, also I want to thank everybody seriously, man. Um, you know, that's seen our Facebook page or TikTok or Instagram, who's ever shared or liked or, or whatever. Um, you know, I, again, I'm just doing this cause it's something I enjoy watching. I enjoy talking about. So if you find some entertainment or enjoyment or shit, if you fucking want to punch my face, I, you know, I don't know, whatever. <laughs> um, much love to all of you, man. Uh, and, and going forward in this time, you know, I got no doubt. I, I'm still going to be around, you know, I'm going to be checking you out. And we had mentioned, uh, you know, a couple, you know, guests, you know, just other people on the show, man, to, you know, get their perspectives about things. And, uh, I really look forward to that too, you know? Um, so just, you know, in any way this can grow and just reach more. Um, but all that being said, again, thank you, James. Thanks to everybody that's liked and subscribed and watched and, and will continue to do so. So um, with that being said, man, uh, yeah, I'm really, this, I, there's a lot of exciting stuff to talk about, man. So uh, enough of that shit, man. Let's, uh, let's get into the show, dude. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, before we do so, I will like to say a few things. First of all, thank you, Brian, for, uh, for the kind words, man. I really do appreciate that. And uh, yeah, no, definitely it's, you know, I sometimes... 
you know, pinch myself of how far we have come when it comes to this yeah. platform. And, uh, and I want to thank you, Brian, for being a tremendous co-host. And whenever you do come back, whenever that time is, um, it'll be, it'll be fun to have you back, but, uh, I, I do wish you nothing but the best in regards to, you know, what's going on and, and everything, but, um, you know, and I'm sure like, like you mentioned, you know, you'll be tuning in, seeing what's going on as, as well. Absolutely. Um, a lot of special guests are in the works to be on, to be on the show over the next several weeks. A lot of stuff is in the works right now. So expect, expect a lot of special guests, a lot of fun. Um, over the next several weeks. Of course, you'll just get to see me and my beautiful face, but you'll also get to see a bunch of uh, people, a lot of other content creators, as well as other people uh, being a part of this platform as that is in the works. But yeah, thank you, Brian, of course, for those kind words. And again, it's just crazy how far we have come with this platform and it's only just getting bigger and better. But yeah, thank you. And of course, thank you to everybody that listens um over the past seven eight months now since we've we've yeah. started making content and making podcasts and episodes so but uh but absolutely but thank you brian once again well, much and, appreciated. Um, yeah absolutely absolutely but enough of that sappy stuff like you mentioned brian let's there's <laughs> right, a lot right. of pro wrestling to be discussed so we're gonna dive straight good into shit, it so, some good shit yeah I just got five million dollars billion dollars richer <laughs> yeah oh man so yes um, WWE and Endeavor. Of course, if you guys know over the past several days, that merge is now officially set in stone as it became official this past Tuesday as now Endeavor officially owns 51%. Uh, they are now the majority owner over WWE's 49%. Um, a lot of stuff has gone out in regards to President and, C and uh, uh, Chief financial officer Frank Riddick as he will be leaving WWE uh, per initial memo from Tony Khan. He delivered a $5 million bonus from this TKO deal as that's pretty much what this merge has turned into. The, the company is now known as TKO with Endeavor, UFC, and of course the WWE um, as you know, and of course, and I want to also make this, uh, make this very, very clear in regards to Vince McMahon. Now I know with Vince McMahon, he is one of the, I guess you can say the representatives, um, in regards to this whole merge, but, and a lot of people think that Vince McMahon holds still holds a lot of power, which he does. There is some power, but guys, I want to make this clear. And this is a straight fact. Vince McMahon only owns 16% of WWE as of right now, 16%. So that's that's the thing, man. Endeavor tells Vince McMahon to jump. Vince McMahon can only say how high. Um, as as Vince McMahon, Nick Khan, as well as others are a part of the board. Five representatives in comparison to Endeavor's six representatives of their board. So it's 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 definitely crazy, man. I mean, this is definitely you know huge. I mean, this is this is something that we never really thought you know would ever truly happen you know and we're we always make fun about vince mcmahon you know driving his company or bringing his company to the ground with him right um you know just being that stubborn old man that he where we've just been kind of just grown to known over the past several years <laughs> right. and now here we are as the landscape has truly changed um uh, in, yeah. in the pro wrestling world as well as sports entertainment and, and all that stuff um, so, but yeah, with whole, I mean, and the fact that you have a, you know, someone like, like Frank Riddick, who has been a suit and tie again, the financial officer of WWE, one of Vince McMahon's right hand man or right hand men. And, you know, now he's gone, but Hey, 
He just got a freaking $5 million freaking paycheck. And he says, deuces, I'm freaking out, you know, with all these other, you know, representatives coming onto the board, you know? So, I mean, I'm sure, you know, Frank Riddick is not going to be the only person. I'm sure there's going to be a lot of WWE, you know, suits and ties. Maybe that's freaking uh, Barrios as well as Michelle Wilson, who were brought onto the board right as these deals or these negotiations were starting, which is very, very interesting. So, and again, again, of course, Barrios and Wilson, Michelle Wilson are of course very close with Vince McMahon and I'm sure they'll be also beginning a fat paycheck as well. I mean, just to make a long story short as there's there's still a lot more to discuss here, a lot of people got paid (laughs) and that includes Triple (laughs) H, that includes Nick Khan, that includes Vince McMahon and that includes everybody from Endeavor. So everybody is fat, rich, and just ready to do business, I guess so. Uh, but yeah, Brian, I'll send this off to you as there is a little bit more information I would like to discuss here, but uh, your, your, your first initial thoughts in regards to this merge being official and, and your overall thought process of this new era uh, that we got going on in the wrestling world as well as sport in the sports entertainment world. Yeah, I, I hope I don't take too long here because, man, I got so many thoughts on this because um, this is – it's really hard for me to wrap my mind around and, and, and we're not going to see the change immediately, but over the next 10 to 20 years, like WWE at least is going to look in some ways completely different than it, than it ever, ever, ever has. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I got to go back to, you know, the Monday night wars. And even when, when Vince bought WCW, even at the time, like, I mean, I, I wasn't necessarily, you know, following the financials of everything. I didn't give a shit. I just wanted to see the wrestling, <laughs> right? So even up to the very end, I legit was like, you know, just thinking like somebody's going to come in here, you know, we're, we're going to have WCW, we're going to have WWE, Some somehow it's going to work out until it didn't. And and Vince bought it and, and he was the only game in town. And and, and to think of how massive of a game changer and shift in wrestling that was, this eventually is going to be far beyond, I think, anything we've ever seen, really, because it's historically throughout wrestling, right, whether it's been the owner or the booker or the producers or the writers, you always have had some combination of wrestling people you know, mm-hmm. different variations of that. And that is no more. It's, it's just not. Um, and with the crossover into, you know, MMA and, and professional wrestling, how that's going to tie in again, it's going to be something that looks completely different than anything we've ever seen. And it's, <laughs> It's hard to even describe because I don't think we're really going to fully understand it until like 20 years from now, you know, that mm-hmm. of how it all shakes out. Um, but yeah, it's really, really a massive thing that has happened in the wrestling world. And um, even something down to like our, the last episode I was on here, you had mentioned CM Punk coming back to WWE. Well, he has ties and that's, and, and that's what I mean, man. Like, because here's the thing if Endeavor wants to bring in a guy like CM Punk and doesn't matter anymore if Vince McMahon and Triple H don't want him there because the ball is no longer in their court. You know, it's like, oh, like, I don't want Punk in in WWE. He could go to hell and endeavor, you know, know, Emmanuel and all those other people and be like, well, too bad. 
We just gave him a contract. Now you got to go out there and book him properly. And that's it. So yeah. it doesn't and matter the deal, hard. regardless of the deal or the contract, it doesn't matter, man. You know, these are, yeah. you know, stuff that is no longer. And that's what I mean, man, about I can see punk being in the company because yeah. of this merge. And what I mentioned, because of the fact that WWE Vince McMahon no longer has the final say and the ball is no longer in their court. Well, now freaking endeavor if they feel like it's right if, they, if, if, if they feel like this is going to give them a fat paycheck and make them earn a lot of money in regards to marketing and all that other fun stuff right they're going to bring cm punk in you know it doesn't matter what what vince mcmahon or triple h feel about it they got to put that put those personal feelings aside regardless you know who knows what the relationship is with that um yeah man I, it, again it would not shock me if it's freaking survivor series freaking royal rumble who freaking knows moving forward later in this calendar year so yeah man it's it's like i said the landscape is has changed uh in, in regards to because i mean this is all we've known brian about vince yeah. mcmahon regardless right. if we how my we feel about life. the dude it, yep yep has always been about vince mcmahon you know just holding majority ownership of world Everything. wrestling entertainment <laughs> that's all we've freaking known and now all of a yeah. sudden poof it, it's it's gone so yeah. it, it's really gonna it, it's gonna be interesting to see how things turn or how things just go from here you know are more wwe executives are gonna be you know gonna be kicked to the curb are they gonna also get more of a fat paycheck like freaking you know uh, the the our the fini financial officer was in in uh in frank reddick so ultimately i think uh, that's what i anticipate like i think and even back to like the cm punk thing like i anticipate uh, like, here's what I think is going to happen. Like, by the end of the year or early next year, right, in the next two, three months, you're going to hit – there's going to be some layoffs, some firing, some whatever, some shakeup, right? And then it's going to be pretty much smooth sailing, not much of anything. But eventually, gradually over time, right, the wrestling people are out of all decision-making, of all creative everything. Um. And even even to like down to things that we don't think of, where you know bringing back a guy like CM Punk with, within just like the wrestling culture and the locker room culture, all that shit is going to change. It's going to be completely different. Um, so yeah, man, I it's we'll see. I mean, it it could be freaking fantastic. You know, who knows? I, it's it's really it really is kind of the unknown, really. Yeah. No. Absolutely. And. You know, the one thing I know that um, and I'm sure a lot of people who are in business uh, understand in the concept of the flywheel. Right. And that's something that, you know, Endeavor has used with the UFC in regards to that. And they've saved over millions upon millions of dollars. And, you know, and the way they do that is they've had to cut a lot of employees. And that's what you're probably going to see with WWE. However, you're not, it's not just going to be employees, Brian, because now they've gotten all the representatives in place. There's really hardly any more employees that are going to be cut ties. Don't be shocked because of this flywheel that Endeavor and that Ariel Emanuel has already mentioned that he's going to be doing the same amount of business with WWE that he's doing with UFC. Do not be shocked if talent gets cut over the next several months, yeah, because that's oh, how they save their money, sure happening. especially when it comes it's, to it's wrestlers. The, like, yeah. Especially yeah, when it comes to wrestlers like freaking Drew McIntyre, who are, who is still on the, uh, the talks of a contract extension, right? If they feel like they can get a quick few buck in, in, in the release of this contract. Now I get it. Right. It's like, Oh, James, well, freaking an employee 
it would still be devastating versus a talent. True. But here's the difference between an employee and a talent. An employee, they have those benefits, right? These wrestlers are not, they're not employees. They're independent contractors. So when you get released, you're released. <laughs> there's, yeah, there's they, nothing, they, you know, they ain't no check. They know, they know health insurance. There's the, exa exactly, man. Those employees that get fired, like they're set for life, especially with this buyout, they're going to get all these incentives because Vince McMahon has brought them on board because of all these negotiations, they brought them on board because they knew this buyout was coming. So that way they, you know, Vince McMahon looked out for those people. But unfortunately for these talents at some point, they're going to get released. And guess what? Nothing. <laughs> nothing yep, man and yep. that's what sucks and then we'll say oh well you no know, isn't that what you you know expect when you sign a contract well, but guys no, they're, again they're no. independent contractors you're gonna sign a contract <laughs> you yeah. know what i'm saying it, it it's just gotta be that way exactly well, right exactly so you know i hate to paint that image for every for everybody and i know, you know a lot of that's for sure gonna happen absolutely absolutely yeah, yeah of absolutely no no doubt and i know like a lot of I'm sure a lot of wrestling fans don't want to hear that because I know with platforms like these, we just want to talk about the wrestling shows and our favorite wrestlers, right? But guys, stuff like this is important, man. It's stuff that we have to talk about. We've talked about this merge, um, you know, not too long ago after WrestleMania. We've talked about negotiations in regards to shoot the whole freaking the potential sale with freaking Saudi <laughs> when we first started yep. freaking uh, these podcasts and potentially what could transpire if that went down. So, yeah, man, I mean, and of course, you know, and, and there's also the discussions with television ratings, right? You know, I always talk about television ratings because it matters. You know, everybody wants to say, oh, television ratings don't matter. Well, guys, television ratings right now, when it comes to Nick Khan and WWE, matter more than ever. Brian, do you know yeah. that SmackDown has lost over 600,000 viewers over the last two weeks? Seriously, that, that is a legit fact. Over the last two weeks, guys, SmackDown has lost 600,000 viewers in two weeks. Back last week, they pulled a legit 2 million. They pulled a 2 million and 94,000. Like legit, guys. I'm talking like we're, we're like not even a handful of 100,000 less viewers of being below the 2 million, right? And then before that, you had the last two weeks, you had John Cena's return. So that spiked up. Uh, to freaking you know 2.4 you had the Bray Wyatt freaking uh, epi you know episode the whole tribute to Bray which went up 2.6 but then the week before that Brian it was right back down on the mer on the verge of a 2 million right Nick Khan who is trying to negotiate with Comcast trying to negotiate with Fox in regards to I mean guys he's asking for a price over a in, in regards to this deal Right. Because, of course, their deal is coming to an end in, in the year of 2024. So, you know, Nick Khan is trying to negotiate with Fox and Comcast. He's as his the price range is three hundred million dollars. And you know what Comcast and Fox are doing, guys? They say, nah, nah, ain't happening, bro. Look at your fucking television ratings, dude. They are in the shitter ever since this bloodline storyline has gone completely off the rails. Roman Reigns is no longer on television. So, and that's why, Brian, and we talked about the whole Asuka EO Sky thing. Why are they freaking doing all these title matches? Well, now you know why. Because Nick Khan is throwing any type of Hail Mary, any type of prayer. Why John Cena's right? there. Freaking Aaron Rodgers throwing a freaking Hail Mary into the end zone. Any type of freaking, any type of way he can get a, a several hundred thousands of viewership. He's going yeah. to freaking do so, as well as the rest of this company, people like Triple H and others, right? That's why you're seeing it. You know, is it the right thing to do 
in regards to conducting a really good show and good television? No, but it's the last ditch effort and that's what they're doing. But Comcast and Fox, they see through the bullshit and they're like, dude, $300 million. <laughs> dude, look at your television ratings. Your shows suck. You're in the freaking shit. Seriously, that that's what legit, like, you know, in a nutshell is what they're telling to Nick Khan and WWE. I don't blame them. And that's why you've also been hearing stuff in regards to Amazon as well as Disney as don't be shocked as you know, you're, there's going to be more discussions in regards to Amazon and Disney with WWE as we get further into 2024, because man, the way that this show is going in regards to SmackDown, because SmackDown man has really Outside of the Bray Wyatt tribute and John Cena, if you like that to an extent, whatever. Like this show, SmackDown for Fox, has been really, really bad. Either you get your act together, you develop shows that are worth watching for viewers to come on board, or, you know, you can kiss this relationship goodbye. But, um, and I'm sure, and of course, you know, me, you, a bunch of people who are on the Facebook group, as well as, you know, Instagram and TikTok, we'll, we'll continue to discuss all of this moving forward to see what yeah, transpires. But Brian, uh, before we get into, finally, we're going to talk some pro wrestling here in just a second. But Brian, your, your thoughts in regards to Nick Khan, these TV rights deals and, and everything else as a whole with that. Yeah, I mean, the TV rights deal, it's, yeah. I mean, I can't, you know, blame Fox or whoever else. Like e either you bring that price, either you get the ratings up, you bring the price down or we walk away from it. I mean, that's, that's the That's option. that simple. So, yeah. Um, but yeah, like I said, it, it just, it's going to be really interesting, um, in the next, next decade or two of how all this plays out. Cause also I think AEW is in a unique position here where they can, you know, how crazy it would be 20 years from now, right? Thinking like, no, AEW is the wrestling company, you know, WWE has morphed into something else that is just something new. I, I, I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Um, mm -hmm. Where it just, and they've already built their brand kind of on that of being like old school wrestling and, you know, we're putting on wrestling matches and, you know, so I, that that's just, I don't know, 20 years from now is just going to look fucking crazy. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, I'm still kind of, you know, <laughs> struggling to find the words in regards to, you know, what's transpiring before our very eyes because everything has kind of just happened Kind of just happened so quick, man. Uh, yeah. Honestly, ever since WrestleMania up till now. Um, so who who freaking knows, man? You know, obviously, I think we can both agree, Brian. The 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 pro wrestling world or the visual of pro wrestling that we once loved is gone. It, it's dead. Um, yeah. Can it still yeah. be? Can it still be good? Could it still be somewhat entertaining? Sure, but the 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 rest of the you no. Know, the wrestling that we grew up loving, the wrestling that we grew up, you know, you know, just freaking admiring and, and just being captivated of it's, it's done, man. It's, it's yeah. done. And I think that that's what the most important, the most kind of disappointing thing is, man, is, is that, you know, you're going to see a lot more, you know, banger matches because, you know, freaking WWE is now, I guess, part of the sports entertainment it's now being prescribed as an actual sport you know now being a part of it technically a, a, another freaking sport that is ufc you're gonna see a lot more freaking wrestling being being overshadowed as an actual sport like it's actual competition when in right. reality as we all know the shit is predetermined it's not an actual sport it is an art of itself but that's that's where we're at now with wrestling everything yeah. needs to be 
about competition, like it's an actual fight. But you know, that's where we're at, man. So we'll we'll talk more, you know, about this. You know, of course, you guys who who follow us on our our Facebook page as well as Instagram and TikTok, I'm sure. Um, you know, who knows? I'm sure a lot. You know, will will be discussed, and who knows what other sources will will be you know laid out over the next several days. But yeah, man, we are officially in a new era. And yep. it's and it's only just the beginning. So, but let's finally get into some actual pro wrestling. Let let's actually talk some pro wrestling as as we finally are at least you know for now done with the business side of things um, in regards to Endeavor and UFC. Um, but let's get into some actual wrestling itself. The first thing before we get into AEW uh, Collision and Dynamite, of course, AEW has a big uh, show called Grand Slam at Arthur Ashe Stadium in New York. Um, as we'll get into it, we'll get into that in just a second. But uh, Brian, I had to, I, I had to mention this man. Um, and, and this was kind of just, and, and of course, you know, we talked about ratings earlier and this is kind of, kind of gel into this, but, uh, Becky Lynch, uh, faced Tiffany Stratton for the NXT, uh, women's championship, uh, this past Tuesday and, and beat her and actually freaking beat her. Um, you know, look, from what I saw, look, tremendous match. I was, you know, I was interested. It was going to be interesting to see how good the chemistry was between these two. We didn't know how well they were going to work together, but it ended up being a pretty damn solid match. It was entertaining. I mean, shoot, NXT guys pulled in an 850,000 viewership. Yeah. Guys, this is their highest viewership show, their highest rated show in over three years. And, and guys, not only that, I mean, now we're talking NXT hitting dynamite, AW dynamite numbers, which is freaking huge. Now, of course, now, of course the discussion is, well, are they going to do that consistently? Is that going to go into the following week? Probably not, but still, man, I mean, the fact that, that NXT who, again, we've, it's, it's, it's unfortunate, Brian, we've always talked about NXT because it's been such a good show. It's had such good stuff in it. And we always talked about, man, it's like, well, the ratings never usually back it up. But again, you know, to an extent, you know, being, I guess, a developmental brand, you know, you, you kind of understood and it, it is, and it is what it is at the end of the day. But now you're trying to see, a, you know, you're seeing a lot more main roster talents viewership is slightly increasing, which is good to an extent, right? And I do want to give praise to that. Shout out to Becky Lynch. Shout out to Tiffany Stratton. Uh, yeah, and shout out yeah. to NXT as well. I mean, for pulling in that number. I mean, I expected it to go up, Ryan, but 850,000. I mean, bro, like that's that's freaking nuts. Yeah. Um, so to an extent, that is, that is a, a tremendous accomplishment. You know, as for someone, like I said, like myself, that always talks about you know, ratings, that is a tremendous accomplishment. And NXT and WWE deserve that praise. However, Brian, I, I have to, and I discussed this on our Facebook page as well as our other platforms in regards to this, right? Why why Becky Lynch winning this title? Why? Is it, yeah. guys, is it really, really needed just to get a cheap, I, I don't want to say cheap, but just a small pop in your television rating for Becky Lynch to win this championship to give Tiffany Stratton some shine, some star power. That's what I've been hearing, Brian, over the past several days. Guys, what fucking star power, right? I, I, guys, what, like, what are, is anybody talking about Tiffany Stratton right now? 
Mm-hmm. Is anybody? No. You know who you know who you're talking about? You're talking about Becky Lynch and winning this championship. That's what you're talking about. So people think that that Tiffany Stratton is getting this star power because she's in a main event match with Becky Lynch and she's losing and it's killing her momentum because she's losing that freaking title for what? Just for her to win it back at no mercy. They you know, have a pay-per-view called no mercy coming up in the next week or two. Then what the fuck is the point? Listen, if you want to have Becky Lynch, listen, Brian, at this point, we talked about main roster talents being on NXT and, you know, it, like we've, we've beaten a dead horse at this point and how we feel about it. And, you know, it's it's kind of overshadowed the rest of these NXT talents. It's kind of made them look like amateurs for someone like Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, guys, out of all people, a woman that is freaking headlined WrestleMania and has won world championships is now going down to NXT to to win the NXT Women's Championship to be a Grand Slam champion. That's the new big accomplishment now, Brian, is to be a yeah, Grand right, Slam right. champion because you know you know we we have to have all of our superstars hold on to multiple titles like it's an actual fucking accomplishment guys give me a break by the time it's 2025 everybody's going to be a freaking a grand slam champion i mean guys like enough stop it's it, yeah. it's it's ridiculous um so yeah man you know look i understand the viewership i understand bringing in fans and and bringing in slight pay-per-view buys for no i guys i get it but at the end of the day if you're going to bring in main roster talent right why for a championship? Why against your top NXT talents that are eventually going to go to the main roster? And they need that momentum to kick themselves into high gear to freaking develop their superstardom. Right, exactly. It makes no fucking sense at all for Becky Lynch to win an NXT championship that she does not need and it does nothing for Tiffany Stratton. People think it does wonders for Tiffany Stratton, and they want to use big, big freaking wrestling terminology like it's like star power. Guys, it's doing no star power to Tiffany Stratton. There's nobody is talking about Tiffany Stratton. You are talking about Becky Lynch winning this championship, and it's doing nothing for Tiffany Stratton, and it's doing nothing for her momentum when she does eventually get to the main roster. And that's what freaking aggravates me, man. If you want to have, at this point, Brian, if you want to have main roster talent, that's totally fine. But then develop feuds that are non-title, right? And it, 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 it helps not only themselves, but the NXT talent to where nobody is overshadowed. Because that's the problem. Yes, main roster talent is coming in and they're bringing in slight, slight increase in ratings and numbers. That's great. But for the NXT talent, what is it doing? And we wonder, Brian, why there's not a whole lot of wrestlers that you can name off the top of your head that are larger than life. That's the problem. And if, you know, if your name's not Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Roman Reigns, if you want to throw it, maybe a Seth Rollins in there, whatever. This company doesn't care. And that's it. So, Brian, your thoughts, man, on Becky Lynch winning this title. And uh, and I guess another potential rematch between her and Tiffany Stratton, I guess. But the floor is yours, man. Take yeah, it away. I'll keep this really short, man. I mean, yeah, I don't agree with her winning the title for sure. And I've said my piece about, you know, the main level roster talent going down to NXT. You got to reverse that, man. They got to be coming up, you know. Um, 
So, I mean, that's my thoughts in a nutshell. Uh, yeah, it, it's... I don't know, but but then again, they're going to look at the ratings and see like, oh, 800,000, so, you know, what the fuck do I know? If that's what you're, you know, it, okay, it's it, it brought in, you know, a little bit of viewership, but there for long term. <laughs> Neither should you probably keep Tiffany Stratton there long term, you know. Right. So, <laughs> Uh, yeah, I, I'm not with it, but it is what it is. Yeah, and that's and yeah, it, it's it's because that's the one thing that I'm just frustrated about too, Brian. And, and I've spoken so highly about Tiffany Stratton for justified yeah, reasons. Good. About she's going to nail it. She's going to and listen, it, it, listen, I'm like guys. I'm not saying that she's going to be buried or it's going to be doom and gloom when she gets them. Guys, I'm not saying that. But at some point, man, you got to make these NXT, you know superstars these these the the this the talent of this division this brand feel a certain way right i I mean you got to give them some momentum these main roster talents that are just going there and just beating them it's just overshadowing them it's making them look like schmucks (laughs) especially someone like tiffany stratton who again who's going to be most likely going to be on the main roster at some point and her losing this title just to get it back at no mercy, it's just killing her momentum. It's doing nothing but overshadowing her because no one's talking about her. They're talking about Becky Lynch being on the show, you know, and that's that's the problem. So, yeah, great. It's pulling in numbers. You know, that's awesome. They're making record revenue. This company's making record revenue. They're pulling in the number, you know, slightly, very slightly when it comes to, you know, freaking NXT, at least to a degree, because main roster talents are going there. However, freaking SmackDown and freaking Raw, oh, they were in the complete freaking shitter this week, especially Monday Night Raw. Oh, but in Monday Night Football, James, oh, shut the fuck up, man. Can't tell me. I mean, stop. Freaking WWE freaking beat these freaking people not too long ago. You know, and, and no, don't give me the fact that they can't at least freaking compete. Don't give me Monday Night Football as an excuse. Stop that shit. I'm so tired of hearing it. But anyway, I'm going off the ramp here. But um, look, man, it's just Tiffany Stratton. It's just listen, she's going to she's going to do good things in the company. There's no doubt. I, I'm not I'm not denying that. It's just, man, I just see the potential in Tiffany and, and, and I just want her to gain that momentum and really that stardom to when she does go to the main roster fans and casual fans feel a certain way about her. And that's yeah. what the most important thing is, man. Is she going to be somewhat of a star? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. She's the, obviously, and they're putting her with Becky Lynch. Like I mentioned, you know, in, in the top five list that we made last episode, they're going to give her, you know, the TV time. They're going to give her the, the chance, the opportunities, but are they going to give her the momentum and the actual star power to be larger than life? That's right. the question. And with this shit, it, it, it just it doesn't give me the confidence that they're going to. But we'll see. Um, it just frustrates me, Brian, that we just continue to overshadow NXT talent and it's doing nothing for the NXT brand. And people wonder why outside of Roman, outside of Becky, outside of Charlotte, that there's nobody else that this company can latch on to. Nobody. And by the time we get into the next 10 to 20 years, like you mentioned earlier, Brian, there's not going to be anybody else, yeah. right? There's really nobody. I mean, shoot, Charlotte Flair is supposed to be a star and nobody's connected with her. There's not a single fan that is truly have a true developing connection with Charlotte Flair, right? You may like Charlotte Flair, but there's really no 
true connection with her. Becky Lynch, okay, yeah. she might have her fans, right? Roman Reigns, okay, yeah, that dude has been part of one of the best storylines in the past three years now. So Roman to a degree, but outside of really Roman, if you're if we're being honest with ourselves, outside of Roman, who else is there? There's nobody. Maybe Cody. Maybe Cody. Maybe Cody to a degree. Maybe. Yeah. You know, and and he's been booked like it. shit ever since Mania, and that's the thing right. too. But yeah, he's still freaking over because it's it shows you how freaking good Cody Rhodes is. But that's it, man. That's yeah. that's it. So, but we'll see, man. Um, yeah, of course, no mercy is coming up. Um, I believe it's either in a week or two. Um, that's NXT's next big pay per view. So it wouldn't shock me if Tiffany Stratton just wins the title right back, which makes no sense for her to just take the title off of her anyway.